0: Hi, guys. Thank you so much for coming back and hanging with me and Catherine. I just got to start off by being so honest with you guys and you, Catherine. Yes. I'm like, you know when, you're, when you wake up just sick and tired?
1: hmm I'm on day
0: three of my period, which is, like, unsurprising. I'm, like, oh. always in some sort of... We get one good week a month. That's all yeah, I mean to say. That's exactly You know what I mean? So anyway, I, yes, I am PMSing, so I will disclaim what I'm going to say by just saying that. But I am, like... Today I was just fed up and I tried to give myself coffee and then I was like, do I go for like a Celsius and a coffee? And I was like, I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to like off myself. Like (laughs) that's dangerous. So I didn't, but I just kept, kept getting closer and closer to like that good mood and I just couldn't get there. You just
1: couldn't get there.
0: It's a really frustrating feeling.
1: Yeah, I mean, day three, for me, that's like my bad day. Like day two, day three. Mm, Day one and two are
0: hard for me. But I just was thinking about, you know how I know it's usually like when I'm in the car and if a song is on and I that I know really well Mm -hmm. and I don't sing along to it. Mm-hmm. They're like cocaine. Those like songs, joy like when moments. they're like, yeah, joy, yeah. and you just don't sing along, and you're like, whoa, okay, like I'm not here. Where you're just skating above the surface, and you don't fully like penetrate life or the present moment. Yep. But you know yep. what? We're shaking it off for this afternoon. We're gonna, I, yes, we're doing exactly what I need to be doing right you now. You
1: actually seem like totally in like great spirits, and yeah, you seem like you're on it.
0: It's centuries of trauma that helped me fake it till I make it. You know, we just. And perfectionism.
1: Can I tell you what helped me survive day three of my period this month was instead of getting a real ass dinner, I ordered for delivery Jenny's ice cream.
0: Chinese ice cream? (laughs) No, Jenny. (laughs) Oh, Jenny's Jenny's ice cream. I was like, what the fuck is that? Sounds amazing. So I'm sick and tired today of like certain aspects of life Mm. so some days like things are easy and like fun and like whatever you know those days where things just feel hard today like keeping in touch with friends long distance is enemy number one and we will do cue the sound effect because truly oh my god so it's a big week for me and Catherine we'll explain in a minute we both have had monumental moments Catherine's had a way more monumental (laughs) moment but I decided on my dress designer and got my <gasps> invitations finalized. So that was a big week for the wedding. That's huge. Anyway, but I, yeah, so I picked out my dress, right? Which has been like a whole kit and caboodle. Cause like mm-hmm. I'm not a dre- wedding dress kind of girl really, yeah. as we know my disdain for floral dresses <laughs> and w- and wedding dresses are just like a distant relative of floral dresses. Of course. I picked out my wedding dress designer and I made the mistake of posting it on Instagram that I was getting my measurements. And then all of my friends who are unbelievable to even care texted me and were like you got a dress and didn't tell me and I was like you know what it's just fucking hard to keep in touch with that many people it is you know it is especially Uh, on like
1: a one-to-one basis
0: my god and I love them all so much it's like has nothing to do with that it's like not even like anything annoying about these actual personal relationships it's just the mere aspect of like having to recap your week once a week or recap your day once a day that's like really daunting
1: Yeah. Multiply that by however many friend text groups you're on and like individuals who aren't in a chain, you know.
0: (laughs) I just feel like I can never get ahead of this to-do list of like who I'm supposed to catch up with. Do you know what I mean? Like I catch up with one person for two hours. That's only one person off the list. Exactly. And then and then my friends are starting to have babies, which I really do want to get into because just being in different spaces with your friends is a really hard thing. But then you have a friend that has a baby, right? you just added one other one other whole person to catch up with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now I have to ask how the baby's day was. Like, is, is, the, <laughs> is it still like shitting itself? Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? It's really exhausting. Yeah. No, I fully
1: feel this. Like, as a person who moved away from home 10 years ago, it's like, I'm just constantly filled with guilt because I forgot to send so-and-so a present or didn't forget, mm-hmm. but it's on my list and I just genuinely haven't had time to get to it yet for like their birthday or like
0: I have three of those on my list right now seriously gifts I have to get people
1: oh and and then I'm like the auntie who can't like get it together to send a gift the same month as the birthday it's
0: bad. of <laughs> it's course bad. then you just have to like double the gift price because you feel you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's just it's so hard and then you end up just calling the same friends over and over again who are already caught up because it's just easier it's shitty because you feel like Insecure about your relationship when you're not keeping in touch and mm-hmm. at the same pace as you were before, you know. Totally. But like, people get significant others, have babies, get new job, time difference. That's a that's a whole Seriously. thing in, in and of itself. Like every time I think to call my friend, I'm like, oh, but it's eight o'clock her time. Like that's kind of weird
1: right right and like not everybody's a phone person like I have one friend that I always I still feel guilty about not calling her but I just like no she's not a person who likes to talk on the phone she loves to see me when I'm in town but she's just like not interested talking about in me? talking on the phone yeah. <laughs> yes
0: that is literally probably how my friends feel about me
1: but even though I know this it still makes me feel guilty for not
0: calling her <laughs> Of course. And then if you share like a friend group and you hear like the other one was caught up, but you're not caught up and you feel bad because maybe they're going through something. It's just tremendous guilt Mm -hmm, constantly. mm -hmm. That's another thing is like, as a girl with 15 fucking bridesmaids, like, I don't need any new friends. I'm making new (laughs) friends. Okay, guys, I'm working on it. We're making new friends. It's fine. It's all fine. You're full up. But- you're filled with friends that can't hang out with you because they don't live in the same city as you yep. so your relationships are just like sending each other memes all the time or li- not memes we're old don't listen no, to us no but it's
1: true though
0: sending each other whatever's interesting things off the internet yes and a bit, that's even good like if I even have that relationship sometimes I even forget to answer those texts and then it's like yeah. the friends that text you like hey how are you which is a totally benign thing to do but it's so daunting then you have to like catch them up via text message yes who has um, Oh my gosh for that know what i have a disease where all of my relationships have to be intimate <laughs> yeah. as you know as my producer who is meant to have a purely business relationship and we have <laughs> completely taken a hard left I'm turn. like
1: uh so we'll be coming to your wedding thank you very much no
0: okay. I, I please my wedding is the tip of the iceberg it's like you're this close to seeing me like wax my vagina but anyway i have to have deep relationships my river runs deep you Absolutely. know but so i'm kind of like Everyone finds it hard to, like, catch up and keep up with everyone in your life. Yeah. But it's lonely, too, because it just makes me miss the days where, like, we would just hop into each other's apartments, you know? Like, yeah. f- fuck sitcoms like Friends and stuff that made you believe that when <laughs> you're 30, you were just coming over for a sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, I literally punished myself about this until, like, today. The fact that I didn't have friends just, like, waiting in my living room at all times, like, for me to hang out with. Yeah. I think that's
1: a, an L.A. thing, too, you know? Because, you know, there are yeah. some... I. For example, my brother and sister, they live two blocks away from each other in this suburb in Chicago, and they'll wander over to each other's houses, or they'll have friends who sort of just, like, pop by, and, like, I don't know that it's quite what friends promised us that, like, our yeah. 30s and 40s and stuff would be, but, like, it is different here. Like, it's weird to just, like, call somebody up being like, I'm at your house
0: Okay, literally, as you said that I'm completely giving false advertising for myself because I would be horrified if anyone actually showed up to my house unannounced. I'd be like, "Get out!" Like, not ready for you. Totally. To do like some meditation first. Yeah, like I have friends that live a block away from me, and I don't see them ever. You know, like it's brutal, but it it, and it's hard because you just feel like can I even call this person a best friend if I haven't spoken to them in two weeks? And then two weeks becomes three weeks and three weeks become four weeks. And then you're like, I haven't spoken to this person in forever. And do they still consider me one of their best friends? And it's anxiety making. It's not even the like, are you mad at me anxiety, you know, that we used to get or still do. It's am I being a good enough friend to you? Yes. I fully,
1: fully understand that guilt. It's like, Guilt and shame and squishiness all rolled up into one.
0: Right. And you can't confront it because it's like, as we've said many times, the phone goes both ways. Like you're figuring it out. It's hard to like express your love. And it's weird to take a relationship that was once every day and turn it into like a long distance. It's tough. It's really tough. I do think, you
1: know, a friendship is really deep and powerful or really good if Mm -hmm. you can have those lulls, whether it's like two weeks, frankly, or two years, Mm
0: -hmm. and you
1: do get a chance to be with them again. And you're, like, immediately in it and, like, having a great time. And it's, like, no time has passed. Like, those are the really wonderful juicy ones, you know? But
0: the thing about that is that it's, like, hard to differentiate those relationships sometimes from the ones that are, like, falling apart because you don't know how the other person feels. So you're, like, wait, are we growing apart or is this cool? Is this cool with you? Because, like, (laughs) I'm cool with, like, not updating everyone every day. But other people aren't as okay with that and feel like it's, like, a deficit of a relationship. So I'm, like... Oh, constantly just trying to navigate being like, and then I just ended up calling my sister, you yeah. know, who lives like in the same city as me. I'm just like, okay, let's just FaceTime for four hours. And I've lost all of my FaceTiming opportunities to like nurture yeah. my relationships. You know, it's yeah. like fucking A. It's so hard. Okay, that's just what I had to start with because I just felt sick and tired. Sick and tired, you know? Totally. I have to like send out a friend's newsletter or something. I don't know. <laughs> What if I did? Hey, am I honestly, people listen to the podcast and they're like, oh, I feel like I caught up with you. And I'm like, wow, it's just spared me because I didn't have to listen Excellent. to you at all.
1: This is your friend's newsletter. This is
0: it. This is it, guys, coming to you live. <laughs> this is actually my preferred form of communication, just me talking at right. you.
1: Just you talking into a void and your friends get to hear it. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> is that bad? Tell me later. Yeah. Okay, so I've been doing NAD recently. Have you heard of that? I have heard of it and I have no idea what it means. Me neither. It's a word that I like cannot pronounce, but watch me like completely give it false advertising and just say the <laughs> completely wrong thing and lead you all astray. It's an IV, right? So it's like in the vein.
1: That's where I saw it. It was Hayley Bieber and Kendall doing it on the Kardashians. Oh, yes.
0: Yes. So it's like huge in the like celebrity world right now. My dad did it. My sisters did, did it. Like my sister. I don't have sisters. So my sister did it. It's called like nicodinamide adenine. I, I just uh, go fuck myself. I don't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> so what did it do? I don't know. I've, I heard it's supposed to, like, cure addiction and depression. But the thing is, while you're Asterisk, doing it... Asterisk, we're not
1: doctors. I, we
0: I, Asterisk, yeah. Like, disclaimer, <laughs> XXX, you didn't hear it here. Like, if you don't, we'll deny we ever said this. Yes.
1: Okay, well, this is from a place called the Clarity Clinic with a K. So, obviously, we know it's a trusted source for science. But here's what it supposedly does. NAD Therapy stands for nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide a natural coenzyme of vitamin B3 niacin that is present in every cell in your body this compound drives your cells to metabolize carbohydrates fats and amino acids nad therapy involves infusing a high dose of the compound straight into your bloodstream
0: i think it actually does like cost a pretty penny but did you feel good after you did it so no but like i am the placebo queen of placebo queens so you feel like absolute ass during it. You feel like you're having the worst hangover of all time. Like your heart's racing. You have like chest tightness and you feel nauseous, like almost like sick to your stomach. And then as soon as they take the IV out or they stop the IV, you feel good as new, like nothing ever happened. The other day I was feeling depressed and I meant to ask you this. huh. What's the worst feeling? And I've been in both positions where like either you feel depressed because nothing is going right. And, like, you don't have the job that you want. You're not in the relationship you want. You can't keep up with all your friends, whatever it is. Or just, like, circumstantial depression, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, it's kind of like chicken or the egg. No one really knows what came first, like, whether your depression is making everything worse or whatever. Yeah, totally. I've I've been there. But recently, there are still many things that go wrong in my life. But overall... I feel pretty cool about where I am, you know, like I like my relationship, you know, ask me on the day, you know, it depends (laughs) on the hour of the day, actually, and what I had for lunch and all that. But right now I feel okay. And I was feeling depressed and I was like, this is a really weird feeling because theoretically I don't have anything circumstantial to be depressed right. about, but then you feel like guilty for feeling depressed because you're like, whoa, well, <sighs> if life's like good, then like, how am I going to feel when life gets bad again? How am I ever going to survive that?
1: Totally.
0: And it's like a really scary feeling.
1: Yeah. I had a discussion with my therapist about this a couple of weeks ago, and it made me feel so much better. I told her I was like, and I said him for my other therapist because he was a fill-in therapist, by the way. Uh, what, but wait, he
0: was Hold wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, hold on you your therapist couldn't make it to an appointment so she gave you a sub i mean in her defense she was getting married and it was pretty <laughs> bad. even so cancel your appointment <laughs> starting fresh with someone no, is insane
1: no she was like she was like hey like here's somebody if you need to talk to somebody in the meantime
0: and it was actually God, perfect you no. say, no thank you are you crazy <laughs>
1: No. Okay. So it was perfect. I was like, okay, I won't need this. And then like, of course I immediately had a fight with a friend. It was a perfect little slice of like, this person knows nothing about me. I'm just going to talk about this one situation. And he told me I was right.
0: And it was fine. It was like, (laughs) of course he did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Like he had zero context. (laughs) Oh my God. And probably in your description of the fight, you were right. (laughs) That is the most insane thing I've ever heard in my 28 years. A sub. If my therapist told me they were giving me a sub, I would be like, I beg your pardon, I'll never see you again. That's crazy. Or if it's really bad, I'll fly to where you are. That's ludicrous. Just so you know, that is ludicrous. like banging down the door of the bridal suite, like, let me in. Uh, That would be me. Before a sub. Are you kidding? Like, I'm sorry. That just alarmed me to my core. Okay, go on. Sorry. Wow. It's okay. So
1: I was like, you know, you know, I was just talking about like, job stuff, life stuff, all this stuff. And I'm like, I feel content. But like, there was a time when I felt like this huge rush and just like really sort of on cloud nine and everything. And she was like, you know what? That's totally normal. Everybody goes through like a honeymoon phase with things and then like Mm -hmm. you get into the part where you're just at a neutral place. That's a normal way to feel. And I was like, oh my god, it's just like a relationship. After you're in it for a year or two, the honeymoon phase is over. You're like, okay, this is chill. And the funniest thing is this is the place where I wanted to be where it's like everything's running smoothly. There's not Mm -hmm. sort of all this chaos happening all the time and like crazy hours. And I was just like, Am I sad about this? And then I was like, oh, no, I just feel normal about this. And that's okay. Yeah, I think
0: I think my nervous system is uncomfortable with like normal because like during Uh my childhood, everything was always like a flare up of sorts. So I feel like my body naturally looks for and it's weird because like I never create drama. Like my sister was saying to me today, she was like, you always like don't want to get involved. Like I'm always like, do you whatever. God bless, whatever. But anyway.
1: You're pretty chill.
0: I'm very chill, but I feel like my nervous system is always like ready for fight or flight,
1: for high highs and low lows. High
0: highs and low lows. That's kind of like how I am. I'm not good at that, like fifty percent, even just in life. Even today, this was like an exposure because I'm not feeling a hundred percent. So showing up at fifty percent or seventy five, and like realizing that it looks like a hundred to other people, or it mm-hmm. doesn't look like that to other people, mm-hmm. is like a really helpful thing for me yeah. to do.
1: No, you seem like you're totally on it. By the way, like oh my God, truly thank you so like much. as much like you seem
0: great so I'm getting back into it now that we're in the groove now that I'm doing what I like to do a glass of wine helps I needed it more than ever today So I feel like it's weird when you are just kind of in normal mode, but even when you're like supposed to be happy, like even when you've just had a baby and you fall Mm -hmm. into postpartum or like you just get engaged and you like find yourself in a bout of depression, Mm -hmm. that depression compiled with the guilt that you feel for feeling that way at all is really weird because I think we've been kind of conditioned, especially millennials and people older than us. We've been conditioned to think that your feelings are a result of circumstance or mm-hmm. like of what life has given you, not just a actual chemical deficiency or imbalance, you know? Right. So I feel like for me, I'm like, but there's nothing to be depressed about. But that's like thinking that there's something to be anxious about ever. It's not. Right. It's just like right. my, the way that my brain works in incorrectly or, you know, whatever. Or just it's just the way that my brain works. It's the chemistry yeah. of my brain. So it's like when I'm depressed, when I'm supposed to be feeling good and like good things are happening around me. I get scared. I'm like, am I in the right relationship? Am I in the right job? It Mm -hmm. makes you question everything in your life. Right. Even though you should just question, like, am I properly medicated? Am I seeing my therapist enough? But you start questioning the actual circumstances of your life.
1: Exactly. It's like, am I just feeling normal or am I just not having all these crazy chaotic fluctuations of like constantly like running? I I was about to use a sports term. I don't know any sports terms, so (laughs) nothing came out.
0: (laughs) I'm like, it'd be lost on me. Go right but over my head.
1: Running defense? Recon? I don't know. Sure.
0: Sports. sure, I like it. But anyway, it. like,
1: not having to, like, field all these things. And you're like, when that chaos is taken away, it's like, wait, is this, am I feeling sad or am I just feeling, like, neutral? Right. And it's okay to feel neutral.
0: I know. I don't love neutral at it
1: oh. feels a little like depression.
0: Like <laughs> I'm scared of neutral feels like I'm numb, but it's like normal for most most people. For me, it totally. feels like, oh, shit, alarm bells go off, sirens. What is happening? Yeah, it's it's weird. So anyway, I was feeling like that recently. And I was like, I don't know what's worse, feeling like shitty because everything's shitty or feeling shitty when nothing's shitty.
1: Uh-huh. But then you feel guilt because everybody's like, you must be so
0: happy. Everything's going amazing. Right. And you're like, I am, but my brain tells me otherwise, you know, like it's weird. My brain tells me
1: this is something to be worried about.
0: Right. (laughs) To say the least, you know, but I always know when my depression is flaring up because, do you have a depression show that you rewatch?
1: Uh, like when I'm depressed, I yeah. love Love Island UK. That's my that's my writer. Oh, die. interesting.
0: So like a a new yes. series. Yes, I I love Love Island UK. But mm-hmm. my depression show, and it has been since like the tenth grade, mm-hmm. is Desperate Housewives.
1: Oh yeah, it's like I good. start it
0: from the jump. I get through yeah. like the good shit, like the tornado episode, the supermarket shooting, like all this incredible. It's just yeah. Desperate Housewives is one of the best TV shows to ever have been created.
1: You know what? That might have to be one of my next shows to watch because I, you know, I would see
0: an episode or oh, two you when will it was. I love it. I you never watched it. all the way through. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> For real. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Like, it's good. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that was, I just like always know when like a bout of depression is happening because. Mm, nothing assuages a depression <laughs> quite like Desperate Housewives.
1: Yeah. I mean, it actually makes sense that you went from Desperate Housewives to real. To housewives. real.
0: Yeah, I know. It's like a, so many housewives, so little time. Yeah. I'm literally like looking at myself, and as I was getting dressed today, Speaking of being sick and tired, Uh I'm sick and tired of summer, you guys. Hot take. I know I'm about to yuck your yum. Get me the fuck out of here. Get me out of here. And we have the longest summer of all. I don't want to show my arms anymore. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I know we're talking about body positivity, body neutrality. I'm not (laughs) neutral about this. I want to cover myself again. I want to wear a damn sweater. I want the freedom to eat all day and then be able to cover it up with a sweater. Yes. I just want to wear pants. I'm so sick of it. (laughs) <laughs> I just wanted Christmas to come right now. <laughs> Please guys I saw
1: this meme that was like, "It's only you know 172 days till Christmas." Send this to someone, and I literally almost tagged you. And then I was like, "No, that's what old people do. Don't do it, Catherine." Ta- so stop my tag
0: my shit. Tag my shit. And anything Christmas related, tag my shit. I'm Queen Christmas. I am Kris Kringle. I love <laughs> love Christmas. It's like a, it's a huge Kringle. part of my personality. It's I just adore Christmas. Like my family, like comes to life during the Christmas time. Oh. My mom actually always told me that I need. To either marry a Jewish person or an orphan, so that I could always <laughs> celebrate Christmas with my family. It means that, that much to me. So I went the I went with the former, but know, you know I ju- I love Christmas. I live for it, and I'm just like you know when you just get dressed and you're like God, I don't want to wear, I don't want to be having again today,
1: and still sweating like yeah. so much sweat.
0: Being depressed and wearing a tank top when you don't feel like it is not <laughs> the business. Like, no,
1: you want to like fuck. put the AC down real cold and cover up. With yeah. Stars. Do you feel this has been the sweatiest summer of all time? I have sweated more this summer than I Do ever Do we get sweatier as
0: we get older? Maybe. I mean, aside from like menopause, I don't know. I'm sweating right now. That's for <laughs> yes. damn sure. I'm in this on air conditioned little unit because, you know, we just got to have the right audio for this show, guys. Exactly. So the dollhouse. In the dollhouse. It gets, it gets pretty toasty in here, mm-hmm. though. I remembered um, something the other day about, I hesitate whether or not to share this because, The other day with Gabby Fresh, when we were talking to her about, like, those things that we we remember from our childhood about weight Mm -hmm. that, like, Mm -hmm. stick with you into adulthood. I thought of another one as I was falling asleep the other night. Yeah. So it's – I was reading Tina Fey's book when I was, like, probably 15. Like, actually, let's look at the publication date. Fossy pants. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you read that? It was pretty good. Yeah. I listened
1: to it a book on tape. I find that the comedian books, you got to do the book on tape because – They're like giving inflection and funny. Totally,
0: totally. Yeah. But she said, I remember being skinny, like talking about like back in the day when she was skinny, when she was like a fetus or whatever (laughs) she was. And she was like, I couldn't sleep with my legs together because it hurt when my knees were stacked on top of each other. Because like having hobnob knees. Mm -hmm. So if my knees don't do that at night, I'm like panicked. (laughs) How pathetic is that? I'm like, from a book, I don't even, it's like, come on. I was reading that just to, you know, culture myself, educate myself. And here I am with this complex. I don't remember one (laughs) other line from the goddamn book except for that. It really is true. You talked about this on the episode with Gabby, but it's like those weird little
1: things you hear. One that came up for me recently is, do you remember that thing about like, if you choose a smaller plate You will take less food and you'll lose nine pounds over the year whatever the fuck.
0: Uh That is Oprah written all over it. Yes. Everybody's heard this thing. But guess what?
1: So I've been listening to the show Maintenance Phase and they fully debunked it. Apparently all this guy's stuff was junk science. He like made the fuck up all of these numbers and it's all bullshit. But I still find myself reaching for the smaller plate. And I'm like, time to debunk this. Isn't that
0: crazy? We're like conditioned by these insane things that people don't even remember saying.
1: Totally. They're like specific weird little things.
0: And they get like imprinted in your soul. Like I'm like, how do I forget this? Like I wish we could be more selective about... Remember in um, Inside Out? Did you ever watch Inside Out? I did. I loved that. I loved that movie when they suck all the memories, like, that you don't (laughs) need anymore. That's the one I don't need anymore. Please, God. Yes. Something else I'm really sick and tired of, because that's the theme of today's episode, (laughs) sick and tired. And it's weird, because you know how much I love my therapist so much. And weirdly, Mm -hmm. like, things actually have been coming up on Thursday mornings when I usually have therapy. Like, a bunch of random things. Yeah. So, I had to cancel therapy like three weeks in a row. And usually that's like, <gasps> call the sub in. You know, right, you, right? you need therapy, <laughs> but would never. But I'm usually like, oh my God, I can't believe I haven't had therapy. But this is like the first lull in therapy I've had in a while because like, mm-hmm. I just am kind of tired of talking. And I probably won't feel that way like tomorrow morning. I'll have totally. be like back in the saddle, back in the mood. Yeah, I always feel nervous when I don't feel like talking to my therapist. Mm-hmm. You're wanting you know. to talk ebbs and flows. You know what I mean? And I
1: find sometimes when I have, like, a natural, like, break from therapy, like, therapist getting married or, like, you know, Christmas break or whatever when I'm like, I'm gonna be gone for a couple weeks, let's cancel these. I have sometimes found that, like, a short break in therapy, like, I actually kind of get past plateaus Mm -hmm. in my own mental health and Mm -hmm. my own healing and... There's something about like having a little break that you're like, oh, here is this thing we've been talking about in practice in my everyday life. You kind of notice it more.
0: Yeah, you're able to like take the training wheels off and actually live your life. But then I find also sometimes when I don't want to do therapy or when the biggest breakthroughs happen. So then I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to miss out on that. Like, this is when you, like, actually get to the real fundamental issues and not just the everyday fights with friends or fights with your significant other. So I'm like, totally, I'll never take a break because I'm in love with my therapist. But (laughs) I'm just sick and tired today, you know? I'm (laughs) just like, fuck, I don't feel like catching up with friends or my therapist. No one. No one will be caught up with.
1: I feel like for me, like, I'm in the zone where, like, Three times a month feels perfect, but I'm also like, you don't know when those three times a month are going to be, so I just oh, do it just four times course. a
0: month. <laughs> right. And like, I need her. If something like, God forbid, yes. happens, I'm like, ah, no. Mm-hmm. Can we just talk really quickly about, we all know, we know me by now. We know that like, I never shy away from a topic that's uncomfortable to talk mm-hmm. about. What are we so afraid of? Like, let's just talk about it. Yeah periods are really one of those things. And I think we talk about it actually kind of frequently on this show because it is all Ladies in the Place with Style and Grace. Oh, yeah! But my God, you guys. I was by the pool with Dylan's whole family this weekend. We went on a big family trip. Honest to God, when all those kids are around, first of all, let me just say as a side note, kids around when you don't have a kid, because moms drink a lot. Like, I think in the parent (laughs) culture, there's a lot of drinking happening. Yeah. I I felt like I was in college again. I was like... Woo! Four glasses of wine! Like, let's, because I'm so, also so deeply stressed out. Like, my heart palpitates when a child, like, screams. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, right, like, about, right. And they're like, ah, oh, they're just having fun. Oh my god. No, I'm like, they're not having fun. I'm not having fun. No one's having fun. I'm freaking out. Like, my, my nervous system is on fire. So I find myself drinking so much. Anyway, I had my period on this family trip, and I didn't really want to go swimming anyway, so it was a great excuse. But I found myself, like, stuttering on my words when I almost told Dylan's brothers that I was on my period. Mm. And I was like, this has got to stop. Yes. This is so insane to yes. me that we still feel, because they feel, like, we feel uncomfortable because they feel uncomfortable because they've been taught for centuries to, like, give a weird look when, like, a girl Ew. mentions a tampon or, like, yeah. It's I'm like, blue liquid. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm like, what? what am I so fucking afraid of? And I'm like, it's not even me and Dylan's brothers or me and my guy, whoever it is, it's not actually us. It's like centuries of conditioning that we've been like propaganda into believing that it's gross or something to be ashamed of. Even when a Mm -hmm. tampon falls out of someone's purse and like feeling embarrassed. Remember all those cosmopolitan like embarrassing stories? Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, and then my tampon fell out of my locker. Yeah. And it's like, why why, why are we still living in the 1950s where like periods are so embarrassing? And I truly don't know where it's, begins and ends. Because, like, I'm like, okay, let's all just be more honest about it. Let's all talk about it. Please, God, if you have a boyfriend, like, please teach him. Like, do not hide your period blood from him. Like, teach him. Because it is a disgrace to society that we, like, are not able to talk about it.
1: It is. I mean, we still live in a society where,
0: tampons and
1: pads are not treated as just products you need in the toilet area. They're treated like right. a luxury product. Oh, if we put them in there, everyone will steal them. Like, also, who cares? If someone needs five tampons like to get God through their glad. period and they can't afford to buy them, fucking let them take it. I know. Why does every bathroom not have but they like asked hats. me.
0: They were like, "Why aren't I, Why aren't you swimming?" And even like one of the three year olds like came up to me and was like, "Yeah, yeah." They call me Yeah, yeah, which is very sweet. they oh, that's like, well, I, "Why aren't you swimming?" And I'm like, I wanted to be like, I have my period, but I was like, <laughs> I can't traumatize this child. And then I was like, Why is it traumatic? It's natural. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I've gotten to this argument with myself because I was like, Am I perpetuating this shame? Yes. But also, Mm -hmm. like, do I want to die on this period hill? No. Like, I'm not trying to make everyone, like, severely uncomfortable. So do you not, you don't swim when you have your period? No, not really.
1: This from Cosmopolitan. No, that's from, that's from, like, Teen Beat.
0: No, I feel like my period stops in in bodies of water for some yeah. reason. Like, it doesn't really come out. It's not about that. It's just that my body is like, let's talk about body positivity again. My <laughs> I, my body feels like twice its size. I just feel like, yeah. oh, it's like the last yourself. thing I feel like doing is like donning a bikini and mm-hmm. going in the water with a tampon string and, and yeah, like it's having not to fun. change it right away. Like, no, I'm going to yeah. do that like on my that bachelor- my bachelorette party that i'm not having but like <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like that's when you when it's like a weekend where you have to be in the water if it's just like to yeah. throw kids in the air like no thank you i'll pass yeah but no, i just I was like that. why am i avoiding this like this is so weird for me especially because i'm so i'm the person that will make you uncomfortable you know what yeah. I mean? like I'll, I'll let's go there let's do the thing but in this case i was like you know what i'd rather skip it i yeah. just rather skip it so i was like i don't feel like it and you know what that's okay too That is okay,
1: too. You don't always have to be, like, challenging yourself, you know? Do you and
0: Brad have sex on your period just, like, for full TMI We do.
1: Totally. We do not during, like, the height of everything, but very beginning and very end. And so this is a weird thing, and it is only based on circumstantial evidence from my own body, but with endometriosis, one of the things that happens is, like, your blood flow goes back into your body and then your body like goes insane and like makes weird webs inside your body.
0: What the fuck? Again, we're not doctors. It's
1: yes. It's like, yeah, it's like a whole thing. But like, that's what causes endometriosis pain and these other things. I find because I will have, I have crazy, crazy heavy periods. Me too. Like we're talking like when I use a diva cup, which is at one ounce, we're talking like I have to empty it like every hour totally. for a day basically. You're
0: cool with pulling things in and out of your vagina. That's yeah. a, that's something that I've never loved. Like unless it's a penis like uh, it's you not going cool. it's it out. a one way tunnel. <laughs> yeah, it's a one way street. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't love like, oh, like it feels like my insides are going to come out with the TV. Oh, yeah, it does. It absolutely feels that way. You know, like the Nuva ring when people, bitches were sticking their pinky finger up there and grabbing oh, it. And I'm, I'm like, very comfortable Woo! with all
1: this. Yeah, oh, I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah, because we know, as we know, Catherine is self exploratory and yes. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's true. Right. That's true. Yep. The Nuva ring,
1: actually, I will say again, You know, this is my own experience, but it drove me... It made me fucking crazy. I thought it made me crazy for a few months while I was, like, adjusting to it. But then, like, six years later, I stopped using it, and I was like, oh, wait, I've been crazy for six years.
0: I just don't want to know myself that well. I just... I'm cool with where we're at. We love each other, me and myself. It's cool. I don't know. I don't need to be, like, sticking fingers up there and things. Yeah. Like, even tampons, like, it just feels like literally an accordion of organs are just going to fall No, that's accurate.
1: That is accurate. You
0: know, like, especially when you haven't left it in long enough. (gasps) God forbid. No, thank you. No, thank you. So like the sex
1: part afterward. Yeah. So since I have endometriosis, what happens is I have a super, super heavy period and then it stops like on a dime and then I'll often spot, which is old blood coming out. So I'll spot for seven to 10 days, sometimes before my period. So if we have sex sort of on the tail end of my period, it sort of like helps kind of get the rest of that blood out. So I don't spot as much the next month.
0: Interesting.
1: That's what I think is happening.
0: Do you do no condom, or like, do you you free ball play? Free ball, pray and spray, (laughs) spray and pray, (laughs) spray and and pray. pray? No, really, but spray, spray inside you, pray and pray.
1: We just we do the thing. We just do the thing.
0: No, Catherine, tell me the fucking truth. Do you does he come inside you? (laughs) Because I need to know yeah i need to know
1: no he he does
0: okay spray and pray great
1: we're at the like if it happens it happens phase we'll say that exactly which is great
0: yeah like dylan and i i do a lot of like period tracking cycle tracking i mean so i kind of know when i'm ovulating know when i'm not but like as someone who's been pregnant before but that also chooses to not be on birth control it's definitely dicey oh so you don't use birth control no Oh, no. I went off okay. of it when I started Lexapro because like in my, you know how we just like make our own decisions when it comes to <laughs> yeah. like, we just decide we're a doctor one day. Mm-hmm. I decided that I wanted to like, this is actually true, that some hormonal like birth control can fuck with your mood or like anything totally. like that. And I'm super hormonally activated. If my hormones are off, my mood is mm-hmm. off, my depression starts, yada, yada, yeah. So when I was trying Lexapro for the first time, I wanted to go off birth control to actually, like, give it a fighting chance rather than going off to understand what, what each what? medication is really? doing. You know? Yes, yeah. For sure. So I went off of it. So Dylan and I were using condoms, like, only when I was ovulating. And then I was, like, at a dinner party and I mentioned that and they were like, is this 1980? Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> you guys were using condoms? And I was like, what the fuck else is everyone doing? This is why we need to have these conversations. It is. I'm like, what is everyone doing? Are we, like, coming on each other's stomachs? Like, what's going on? But, like, yeah. Know, but I also decided recently I was so upset about like the period shame that I was like okay, I'm going to post on my stories who's PMSing yet or who has their period right yeah. now like just to be like see who's in my cycle, you know whatever. Totally. Thought it would be a nice bonding thing, destigmatize the period. My mom's friend who's like 60 something fucking years old <laughs> told me that she was on her period. Like she was of <laughs> course the one that responded. And I found myself completely falling into the stigmatization of periods because I was like, do not, la, 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 la. It's like something you know, somebody you know. I was like, vomit. Like, (laughs) ew, I do not want to hear about your period at all. It's like (laughs) dust by then. Like, ew, like I can't even handle it. So I, turns out I don't really want to hear about periods when I'm not on my period, you know? So I'm sorry to any of you that aren't on your period right now and are hearing about periods. (laughs) Because, you know... Okay, well, let's just tell, we can't, like, bury the lead. We have to tell everyone what happened to you just (gasps) now.
1: Oh, my gosh. Jade, today. Catherine's a
0: full-grown-ass woman as of today.
1: After nine months of, really, like, looky-loo looking for a year and intensively looking for nine months, like, since January of this year,
0: we finally had an offer accepted on a house. You guys, tell me about it might be recorded in a brand new place. We're not going to uh, say where because, for yes. you know, all the people that are going to come knocking all at your safety. door, we're, 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 we're concerned. <laughs> but truly, like, that's so exciting. As Thank someone you. who, like, permanently looks at ha- homes that I cannot afford, like, yes. as a hobby, you know, like, it's so, it must be so satisfying to, like, look at a house, oh my God. put the offer in, yes. buy that shit. After some back and forth, we're buying it. It truly was a
1: house that I saw and didn't make a move on for several days because I yeah. was like, this will get bid on until it's way out of our price range. There's no possible way. But it wound up being something we could afford and it's gorgeous. It, it is gorgeous. the northernmost part of the city of L.A.
0: Sacrifices had to be made. Who cares? We're all in traffic all the time anyway. Honestly,
1: you having said that the other day when I was like, we put a bit on a house, but it's far away. and You're like, I who swear to Christ,
0: who cares? Like I said, the person that I live a block away from. Yes. That asked me to just go on a walk once a week. I can't even do that. <laughs> so like, OK, you know, we're, we're OK. I will drive to yes. where you are. Ah, uh, I so appreciate it. I'm so excited for you. It's going to be perfect. And yes. also like when you have the pool, everyone will. that was what I said I told Brad I was like I'm not moving to the valley unless we have a pool oh my god Brad is so gonna be like the guy that cleans the pool like (laughs) do you think he'll clean like clean the pool of course oh yeah Brad is Chris Jenner that unpacks that day. you will have your house, like, ready to entertain by, like, the next day. He you know. very
1: literally is. Like, I take my time. I'm, like, putting stuff away. And, like, while I've done a day's worth of work in, like, let's say the kitchen, he has put away everything in the rest of the house. Like, he is insane at unpacking. I, like,
0: Dylan and I are both the baby of the family. <laughs> and, like, truly, like, when I had COVID, I was literally, like... I don't know if we can make it. Like, if both of us have COVID, I don't know what we're going to do because we're both constantly looking to be babied. And luckily, I usually win. You know what I mean? When we both need to be babied, which is like in moves, in sickness, in health, you know? (laughs) So like, we literally, like, I I don't know what we would do. Yeah. But I think there are two types of people in this world. People that Mm -hmm. unpack after vacation who also unpack with the move Mm -hmm. and people that don't. Yeah. Uh, please. Unpacking after vacation like what a cruel and unusual punishment Horrible. for like coming home. You know Do you what love I mean to like to oh. pack
1: and you hate to unpack?
0: I don't love either. Oh, I love
1: to pack cuz I'm like you this love is the packing. promise of a new life for me. No, I'm the
0: worst fucking packer. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> this shirt that like I haven't worn in 5 years, but I think I'll maybe just dawn on this vacation." <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> done like all the things that i was maybe gonna give away like are now in my suitcase it's terrible i'm the worst packer in the world oh my god and then
1: you just like wear the same two things because you hate everything else you brought
0: uh yeah (laughs) literally and i don't know how to be like a cute vacation girly when i was on vacation last like i saw these bitches in like outfits and you like look on instagram Mm -hmm. and you're like What? How did you, like, (laughs) did you plan ahead? Did you, like, take a picture of your look? Like, what? I don't know how this happens. Like, when I'm on vacation, I'm in sweatpants or, like, Dylan's boxer shorts and, like, a bathing suit (laughs) top. So your Instagram is all a lie. My Instagram is for sure all a lie. Everyone's Instagram (laughs) is all a lie. But, like, I don't own a sarong. You know, yeah. like that I spontaneously... It's like, I, I just don't have the equipment. So then I don't know how people like do that where the bathing suit matches their sandals.
1: Yeah, see, that's a lot of commitment for me. I'm
0: like in the Javianas I've had since like six. But grade. I do
1: love a mesh dress over a bathing suit. So I might no, be wearing some of both. No, because that's
0: effortless. Because that's effortless. I yeah. love... Trust me, I love a vacation girly. I love yes. a little like social media moment. Like if you can get it together, get it together. Uh, I'm just yes. wondering how. How do you get it together? <laughs> like I do not understand how... I have great outfits once I get on vacation I have amnesia I don't even know like what goes with what like I can't I can't dress well to save my fucking life. And all these girls are, like, in cute outfits. I'm like, wow, must be nice. You know? See,
1: here's my secret. I l- watch Love Island UK, and I'll just be like, oh, this mesh duster with these jean shorts, I just fucking fully copy outfits. Just know
0: that it, all of Catherine's outfit inspo comes from Love Island. <laughs> Perfect.
1: And my water bottle inspo. Oh,
0: true. Yeah. I do think, though, that, like we said, like, there are two types of people. Like, I think the same people that pack outfits for vacation, like, trust me, I envy you. Like, I'm not even trying to shit on you. I, like, truly envy you. Are the same people that know what nail color they have.
1: Like, the name of it. At a moment's yeah. notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Influencers will get asked on Instagram, and I literally get nervous for them. I'm like, I have, I have never known what color. And then I got a, a manicure with my sister the other day. Yeah. It was like this bitch was choosing her eternal resting place. Like, she was literally... <laughs> Oh, I don't know, like, maybe this color. Can we test out this color pink? I'm, like, trying to get in and out. I'm trying to, like, have a a neck massage that'll make me forget I'm even there. (laughs) She is, like, trying to dissect the colors and what mixing colors and, like, being uh, the nail shape. The nail shape. Oh, my God. (laughs) A little more. I'm, like, give me whatever you think looks good. I don't even care. I don't even care. (laughs) I don't know how people do that, how people give a shit. I, like, envy it. But that's, like, kind of the girl that I've always wanted to be and, like, had to hold a funeral for, which I think we can, a lot of us can relate to.
1: Yeah, the woman we wanted, we thought we were going to be.
0: Okay, so like I went so far, like I I I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls, which is more like my disassociation mm, TV show mm-hmm, of choice mm-hmm. rather than my depressive, which is, as we mentioned, yeah. Desperate Housewives. Gilmore Girls is more like I don't feel like talking to anyone, so I'll watch Gilmore Girls. So it's more like when I disassociate from life. Yeah. I'm watching that and I've watched it my whole life. Have you ever watched it? I haven't. As the years go on, I feel like I relate. Like I always thought I'd be Rory Gilmore. Mm-hmm. And I find myself like loathing her as an adult. <laughs> I went so far. I like to write. I write a lot and I enjoy yeah. it. But I thought I really wanted to be that type A good student. I thought that we had stuff in common. We have nothing in common. But she loved Christiane Amanpour, who I love too. Who doesn't? She's incredible. Yeah. But like for my senior year of high school, it was Purely for optics, like for my graduation present, I wanted an autograph from Christiane Ronaldo.
1: Wow.
0: No, it has nothing to do with real life. <laughs> it is purely a pillar from which I constructed this person that I am just not. This girl that doesn't have ADHD, that yeah. has friends in her apartment all day. Do- <laughs> no, like, I just literally thought, like, I wanted to be this, like, type A. You know, like, in, in New- A New York Minute with Mary-Kate and Ashley? Remember Ashley with her uh-huh. her Filofax planner? I got that for Christmas that yep. year. I was just dying to be just like Ashley, like this rigid, tightly wound, very particular type A girl when the truth is I'm way more of a Mary-Kate. When you're traumatized, you are wise beyond your years in a lot of ways. That's what that translates to in adulthood. True. You realize yes. that all those people telling you that at a young age were your survival tactics acting up. But I thought that that indicated that I should be a mini adult. And I did that until probably 27 years old, which was like last year. And I actually had to like hold a funeral for like that person and fully shift my life to acknowledge the person that I actually am and the way that my brain actually works and the things that I'm actually interested in. And a lot of it actually came from the fact that things that I had hidden about myself suddenly shot up to being mainstream like housewives and slime Mm -hmm. and weird things like that. And Mm -hmm. like TikTok has made it a much safer place to exist because like you realize that so many people are more (laughs) like you and that maybe you don't want to be like those other people. But making room for the person that you are and like, and building your life around that, even like with work or relationships or fighting styles, loving styles, professional styles, all those things, once you finally just Mm -hmm. fucking accept that this is who you are, like rock out with your cock out, Life changes. It makes life so much easier. I was fighting against the current forever. You know, like, thought if I didn't make valedictorian or cum laude in in college that, like, I wasn't right. Because my mom did. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, all these things that you think you should be or, like, do. Like, finally making peace one by one. It doesn't happen all at once. It's not an avalanche. It's, like, a slow trickle. It is. Especially your 20s. This is the way my body is shaped. This is the way that I accomplish things most effectively with ADHD and depression. Way I depression. process
1: things, totally. Or argue, yeah. Or like get work done. That was a really hard one for me.
0: Right, like I need a break after an argument. Like that's something to acknowledge. But like we fight against it because we think mm-hmm. we know what's normal. What's like what everyone else does. What the people mm-hmm. that we aspire to be are like. And then when you kind of realize that like yes. no one is, and that there are perks and deficits to uh, both sides, you know, I don't want to be like that. Yep. I, I hate people like the person that I wanted to be, you know, which is really ironic. I don't know what kind <laughs> of self loathing that is. I probably do need to go to therapy tomorrow. But it just it's weird, you know. Like okay, whoa, I don't have yeah. to be that person, and I can be proud of myself and happy not being that person. But it took me a long time.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And you're you get more comfortable with like the way you operate as being OK, owning it. There's less shame around it. There's less totally. self-hatred around it because you can only go through so many years of like hating yourself for not being Exactly. A way
0: it's exhausting. Before you're like, oh, this is just how I am. And you can hate yourself for the way that you are instead. It's so much better. <laughs> it's truly so much better. <sighs> so next time, I think we need to talk about, because something that is pertinent while you are going to be thinking about decorating your new home, <gasps> we need to talk about decorating your space for pure endorphin and dopamine. Oh, yeah. Pure endorphin and dopamine release. I you know?
1: love that.
0: Because I think the way that you decorate your space has a bigger influence on the way that we live our lives and we think. Totally. You know? So we'll get into that next time among a million other fun things. But thank you guys for hanging with us. I just fucking love doing these. Like, I just feel like we get it all out. All my friends, like you guys feel caught up on our lives and, you know, DM me if you want to tell me what's new in your life because there's always room at my table for more friends.
1: The phone goes both ways
0: the phone goes both ways so tell me if there's anything interesting going on in your life and yeah we'll see you guys back here next week i hope you enjoyed this and love you guys so much okay bye